Hey everybody, welcome back to Spaceball here on Geekspace. I'm your host, Danny, and I'm here with Robert Howard, uh, uh, DP, uh, DPP. He's getting double penetrated in the pussy. <laughs> Hello. That's right. I control the intro. What are you going to do about it? I don't know. Do the intro next time, I guess. Nope. I'll mute okay. you. I also edit the episodes. <laughs> Did oh. you think this was about baseball? No, this is this is a this is a power grab. This is a porn podcast. Also that. Let's discuss our favorite pornography. Mine was watching the Phillies fuck the Mets this weekend. <laughs> Mine was watching the Yankees fuck a majority of the season since July 4th. I believe they have the best record in baseball since after the All-Star break. That's crazy. Honestly, it's bad shit. But we should, we should. What nine? is what is the uh, what is the Blue Jays record since going back to Toronto? Nine and one. Damn, nine and one or that's nine and two. Awesome. Yeah. Home stand. Yeah. The Sky Dome magic, baby. <laughs> dude, dude. I so. MLB The Show has kind of softened me on my hatred for George Springer. Yeah. Uh, mostly because he's on my team in uh, my franchise. Oh, so yeah. I'm he's on my Yankees. team, too. He, dude, I'm at 198 home runs, milestone. And every time it comes up with a milestone, and I'm always just trying to blast it out. But the past like series that I just swept the Red Sox with... Fucking, I hate Fenway Park. Can I just fucking go on? A, I fucking hate Fenway. Most people piss do. and moan. People piss and moan about the fucking short porch. Fenway has like 295 feet for a fucking home run on the right. And then they have a giant fucking billboard that you can't hit over unless you hit a fucking tater. Like, get the fuck. Who the fuck sits here and attempts to complain to me that the Yankees have a short porch when you guys have a fucking 295 feet like corner of giant and then a fucking giant ass building in the left field that you have to ding it off of? Fuck it's, my ass. It get really out is out of like, here. It's like a Fenway is if like somebody made Ryan Howard an architect. <laughs> Yeah, they it's were, fucking insane. They, they were like, like, what is what is your favorite park? He's like, I want to be the only one allowed to hit home runs. <laughs> well, like my thing is that like the like my, my, my whole issue is I wouldn't say anything if people weren't pissing and moaning about the short porch. And yeah. I'm just like, it's fucking you got to be kidding me. Like that's it's just fucking it blows my mind. And, the, and like so. Uh, excuse me, I was on, it was either Thursday or Friday night, I don't remember which, but Joey Gallo had his first home run as a Yankee, and it was in the short porch. It fucking was so high up mm. in the air, and then came back down, they projected it at 375. It was not 375, so no. we're clear. StatCast is such bullshit, but either way, um... It was so funny to me because the 350, it was like more or less, it was like 315 mm-hmm. and hit a home run. And then everybody was like, that wouldn't be a home run in X ballpark. And it's like, oh my God, shut up. Like, that fucking- was, that was funny. That, um, was it John Boy tweet where they were talking about 
uh, uh, some Phillies fan was bitching yes, about Aaron yes, Judge. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and he's like, those wouldn't have been hits in other ballparks. And then he's like, actually, in Citizens Bank Park, he gets more home runs. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, you know what? Deserve it, man. Of of all the of all the teams to complain about like getting easy home runs, the Phillies is not the team that should be complaining. Well, like uh, I mean, I don't like the thing is I don't necessarily care. You know, I, I've just it's it's fine. Every single ballpark dimension is fucking ridiculous as it is. So, like, I'm not going to sit here and be like, oh, fuck it. How could you do this? Like, how, how dare like it's it's whatever. I miss old Yankee Stadium just because of how it looked. It had that feel and everything like that. But it's just really funny to me that people piss and moan about like separate things when like it's so it's at your fucking fingertips. You can easily just be like, oh, will this be a home run in X ballpark? Yes. Okay. then I'm going to stop fucking bitching. Um, Yeah. But either way. Yeah. Uh, Moral of the story. I'm trying to get George Springer to 200 home runs and it's really not letting me. My team like is leading the AL like all five positions are all home run hitters. Like it's I have like fucking Freddie Freeman is number one with 34 and then Cedric Mullins is second. Uh, George Springer is third. Adolis Garcia is fourth. And then. I think Trevor Story is fifth. It's oh, fucking nice. stupid. It's fucking absolutely stupid. Yeah, my my lineup is um, I have Jake Cronenworth, Nelson Cruz, the Crone Zone, Mike Mustakis, Andrew McCutcheon, Marcus Simeon. Uh, I like Marcus Simeon. Yeah, me too. It's fucking so annoying because All-Star. like I should hate like. Not hate, but like I shouldn't be like a fan of the Blue Jays, but like they're just a team that I can't be. Yeah, angry. everybody likes them. Uh, like I, I, uh, I got Buster Posey. Um, I love Buster Posey, man. Buster's great. Uh, he, he, hey, formerly the most famous player on the Giants. Who's more famous? Chris Bryant. Uh, no, he's not. Maybe not. Maybe not. Buster Posey is a fucking three-time World Series champion. That's. <laughs> And Chris Bryan is a soon-to-be three times World Series champion. <laughs> <laughs> he needs to get like two more. Yeah, and the Giants are going to take him there. Gabe Kapler is going to bring him there himself. Dude, it's so funny to me that like, it's just so funny to me that he went from there. I had to double check just to make sure. Uh, I was like, wait, how long has Buster Posey been there? But. Buster Posey's um, like he was also he was also an NL right? MVP as well. Um in 2012, I believe he was, which I feel like that's impressive for a catcher. Oh yeah. Uh 34. 30 He's only 34? Yeah, man. Jesus Christ. I mean like not to be mean, but holy fuck, he looks old. I didn't think that at all. He's a rough 34, <laughs> man. I do not think that that I do not think that Buster Posey looks old at all. Maybe, maybe not even old. Maybe just mature. Maybe that's the word I'm thinking. I mean, he doesn't look like, you know, he doesn't look old. old you think but... that is old? No, uh, I think that's old. ESPN is just doing him dirty, dude. That's all there is to it. Maybe so. Maybe so. 
He's got some graying hair too. It's hard to see because it's cut right now. But if yeah. you look at his temples, he's graying kind of hard. Buster Posey for the franchise fantasy draft that I have. He actually plays for the Red Sox. It's very funny. Oh, nice. They're not good. They're not good at all. They have like Francisco Lindor batting seventh. It's hilarious. Like their team is like Eloy Jimenez, fucking Chris Taylor, uh, Jerickson Profar, and uh, oh, fuck. Um, I can't think of who the hell else that's I'm so thinking funny. of. That's so funny. It's almost the exact team I was playing yesterday, which is my fantasy Mets. So I was like, that's crazy. Uh, that's so same, funny. Same lineup. Um, anyway, we're talking about real baseball. Uh, yeah. So this last week has been a lot of fun. It's been a lot of fun for me. Uh, <laughs> all the teams I like are doing well. It's just crazy. That never happens to me. The um, Mariners just lost a series three to one against the Yankees. Mariners, not so much. But okay. Blue Jays are doing well. Uh, the Phillies are doing well. Um, Padres are doing okay. Blake Snell just pitched a fucking gem today. He did, man. Damn. Seven runless innings. Hell yes. Good for him. 13 strikeouts, too. Yeah, dude. And Zach Wheeler got 11 strikeouts today. That's right. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, I guess the biggest news, frankly, which is so silly that this is the biggest news, (laughs) is the Phillies... Uh, this week with a a home stand against the Mets, swept them to take control of the division. We are two and a half games up on the Mets. Is it two? I thought it was one and a half. Two and a half as of today. Okay. Uh, uh, Bryce Harper really just kicking into gear for the MVP run again. Yeah. Did he have a home run in every game? I know he had two games. I can't remember. If he, yeah. I, I mean, believe so. Look. This is I will I will say this over and over again. I don't know if I can concretely call the Phillies a good team. <laughs> I don't think I can. I, but I just but they are, you know what? They belong in the NL East. They are Yeah. The NL East is 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 made of teams that just don't belong in any other division. They deserve each other. And I'm glad that we got to watch this series. Because what the fuck was that? The Braves are now in second. Yes, they beat the Nationals tonight, uh, putting them up over the Mets, which is phenomenal. Uh, Yep. The Nationals actually taking bites out of both of those teams was very funny to me as well. Uh, And I think they have their Nationals against the Mets this week. Um, I might be wrong about that. I already played them. I know that we are against the Dodgers starting uh, not tomorrow, but the next day. Uh, but yeah, phenomenal, phenomenal week for the NL East. Uh, Dependent uh, upon who you ask, but yes. Just phenomenal to watch. Just fair. Just like, for example, we had uh, the Phillies. Marlins, a- by the way. Marlins, Marlins okay. who I was thinking of. They are playing the Nationals this okay. week. The Mets are. Um the, the Phillies had a five-run lead over the Mets going into the ninth inning. They gave up three runs and five hits in the in the ninth inning, and w- the go-ahead run was like on second, 
and they barely got out of the jam. Like, what the fuck are we doing? Like, these aren't real teams. This is like, this is like, do you know what what the NL East is? Do you remember when FIFA, the video game FIFA, got in trouble for manufacturing high-tension moments that they were, like, (laughs) rubber-banding the AI to be like, now they're coming back really hardcore and like, oh, you missed a header and all this shit just to make things more intense. That is what the NL East is. There is no reason any one of these teams should have a game where it's like, oh, yeah, you're actually perfectly dominant through eight innings. And then, uh, oh, you're actually just going to blow five runs. The fuck are you talking about? No, but nobody does that. Except every team in the NL East. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like it's like watch it's like it is it is like every Diamond Dynasty bit where it's like here's a crazy situation that you've got to get yourself out of but that's every game. Yeah. <laughs> I don't understand it. I just don't get it because the Mets um had like what a 9 game lead like they were up four and a half at the beginning of the week. Oh, I just mean like they've they've had like they've oh, been throughout in most the of the lead season. Yeah, they've had for, a, yeah. about an eight game lead generally throughout the whole season. Since like they were two and three. Mm-hmm. Um DeGrom going down does suck, but like uh I'm gonna say his name wrong, but I think it's Taijuan Walker. Mm-hmm. Like that dude was an all-star and he got lit up today for like two or three runs. It was three to zero yeah. the Phillies won. Just like, I mean, as a as a Yankees fan, I feel bad, but like Mets are gonna met, I suppose. Like I just, you guys, like you guys, literally got Javier Baez from the Cubs, and you're somehow now in third place. Like what the fuck? Yeah, and and it's a, it's like you guys got Javi Baez ended up in third. We sold Spencer Howard for Kyle Gibson and ended up in first from third. Yeah. The fuck? How does that even work? Like. I have no idea. The NL East is stupid. I'm glad. Well, I'm glad the Phillies are winning, but I'm never going to take it back. There's a stupid division and it should be it should be wiped off the face of the earth. <laughs> Instead of instead of the A's moving anywhere, they should just move the NL East somewhere else. Somebody made a point that the Mariners would be five games up <laughs> if they if they were in the NL East. They would be five games up, and they are in third place in the AL. West. The Yankees are sixty-one and fifty right now. They would be handily leading that division right now. It's a fake division. It's a fake division full of. It is like. I mean, not not all the time. Clearly, there have been very dominant analysts at certain points in history. But right now, it is of course it is the it is the definition of like, oh, this is a quadruple A ball club. <laughs> if you put, if you put in, uh, so I apologize, not handily, but the Yankees would be in first. Yes, if you put all four team or rather four of the five teams in the AL East in the NL East like every single one of them like obviously putting one team in each every single one of them would be leading the division yes Um, isn't that cool (laughs) 
I mean, I, I've always been somebody who like, even when I was watching it as a kid, like it was, it was never over until it was over, man. Yeah. So like, that's, that's how I've always, it's, it's, but you know, I think also this year is really interesting in that it's like there is four and at least excluded actually. Wait, not excluded. We have the Marlins. Uh, is like there is like four teams in this fucking entire league that are just soaking losses for the rest of everybody else. Yeah. Like the Diamondbacks, the Orioles, the Marlins. Uh, the Central gets kind of weird. Uh, I, uh, I, I actually have to correct you there. Guess what the Orioles' record is after All Star break? What? I don't know. Just give me like, uh, give me like a guess. Uh, six and four. Or sorry, this is the last ten. Sorry, duh. I'm like, I'm like, <laughs> it's been a while. How, how long ago was the All Star break? I'm gonna say they are at a win percentage of six hundred. Five hundred. They're ten and ten. Okay. That's that's still pretty fucking but crazy that's considering the all-star break. The, what is their overall yes. win percentage? Uh before the all-star break, you, they would be They're like 300 or something, right? 28 and oh, I mean their their current record is 38 and 72. Yeah. So So that's like my point is that like there are a few ball clubs who have just sort of like soaked up like that's why you see four teams in the al east having winning records because Mm -hmm. a bunch of other teams were like we'll just lose to everybody we don't need to evenly shape this out the the fucking bell curve can turn like crazy because like it's easy for another team to go 500 when one team's like i want to go 200 (laughs) like yeah so so i mean like yeah i think that the the fucking market. I'm just I was just more so pointing out yeah, that the I Orioles mean, hey, are not on, necessarily losing a bunch. Glad they're on an uptick right now. But in general, though, the Orioles <laughs> they're at a steady even. <laughs> they're just, in they're general, just, though, the Orioles, the Marlins, the Diamondbacks, uh, Rangers, Rangers, Rockies, um, it's like they're just soaking up losses, defending the oh, rest yeah. of the league from having a losing record. They're willing to take the L for everybody else. It's 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 definitely appreciated. Yeah, and you know what? But see, but I don't even know if it is because I feel like, like if you're a Blue Jays fan, it is annoying, right? To be like, how the fuck are we not getting a wild card? We're like five hundred and thirty, and then being like, well, it's because yep. everybody's good. Um, but yeah. Anyway, NL East is a fake is a fake division full of fraud baseball players, <laughs> and it's stupid that it gets did. I would say, as an NL East, yeah, as as an NL Easter. As a as an least at least the least coast kind of guy, um, I think I'd rather give another team like the the division spot, <laughs> like because because this is going to be a this is the Phillies. If the Phillies win the division, I will be happy for them. They will also learn all the wrong lessons from this. 
Oh, God, that's so true. They're going to be like, oh, so the rebuild that we had that we totally screwed the pooch on actually totally worked and we're a contender now. It's like, no, you want a shitty division full of shitty loser shitheads. That is what happened. <laughs> you you spent millions of dollars to go play Little League Baseball with your friends and you happened to win that game. And you only did that out of sheer circumstance that the only other team that was truly better than you had a million injuries. Well, I say that, I'm sorry, two teams. The Braves are also really injured right now. They picked up like four outfielders this week just because of how many people they got totally fucking screwed. They're, That's just baseball, man. Yeah, but, sports in general. But I mean, like. Like and I mean like don't get me wrong, love Zach Wheeler. He's an elite pitcher. He's awesome. People are like Zach Wheeler is the Cy Young winner, and he should be. But you he probably will. You be. know what you want to know why he is? Because Jacob Degrom literally is so injured, he doesn't have enough innings to contend for that title. You yeah. aren't good. Everybody else is bad. So when they win the division, fucking you know Middleton's gonna be like, yeah, you know what. It's okay if I spend way less money and fuck over all the contracts because we are contenders. It's like, no, you got very lucky. You yep. you are going to learn all the wrong lessons from this if you win. I would seriously rather it be like, actually, we decided that we're just going to give the American League another spot this year. Fuck the NL East. Like, <laughs> I'd be okay with that. The American League team would have no idea how to do a pitcher at this point, so... That's true. They would just they would just not have a single clue. If we could just if we could just give the Mariners a spot. If you could just find it in your hearts, baseball, to just give the Mariners a spot so I could win a little bit of money. If I could win a little bit of money, I'd really appreciate it. If listen, if if that were the case, then yeah, I mean I would hope it'd be Yankees Mariners, but that would be fun. <laughs> it would be. Uh but anyways, but I mean, I'm I'm going for the division here. I'm not fucking worried about. Yeah, but there was like a there was like a there was like a, a meme that I saw of like Buzz Lightyear and Woody, mm-hmm. and it was just like it was just like but 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 Buzz, the wild card's over there. We're not going for the wild card. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, yeah, I'm okay with that. But that said, it was great to see on the Roy Halladay celebration day to see Zach Wheeler fucking channel dock himself and just get. Truly insane. 11 strikeouts, uh, shutout. Two hits. Well, only two I hits. I think zero walks, right? One walk. I think you got one, one walk. One walk? Okay. Uh, damn. First complete game yeah. by a Phillies pitcher since Roy Halladay, I believe. No. No. Nola had a complete game last year. It was the first time. Oh, yes. That's right. It was right. the first time they'd, uh, anybody had taken down 22 batters in a row since that was it yes 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 uh but yeah it was awesome yeah it was was a very fun to watch watch. fun to watch um in other news that actually affects the rest of the league other teams are playing that aren't in the nl east (laughs) uh yeah the al east is fucking crazy i'm not an al easter but i want to talk about this yeah Everyone is good. Except for the Red Sox. They've literally lost. They're like one and nine. I mean, they're not good right now. But 
it is a division full of teams that are, with the exception of the Orioles, all over 500. Yes. And as we discussed, the Jays are 9-1 and one, returning to Toronto. The Yankees have a pretty fucking exceptional record after the All-Star break. Uh, even Same with the Blue Jays. Even with Rizzo taking the shits on COVID this week. Really, really proud of you, man. Um, Honestly, well, so just to be clear, Rizzo got COVID today on his birthday. Um, that sucks. And he did not. He did not play today, and they lost today. Yep. Anthony Rizzo played for everything else. So well, An- clearly Anthony Rizzo is the key to victory for the Yankees, and uh, he should probably uh, get the fucking hurry vaccine. up and stop having COVID. <laughs> Um, also get the fucking vaccine. I don't like, I'm not a doctor, but like, if your doctor told you not to get the vaccine, I don't, I mean, I I don't understand how having stage four cancer in 2004 or 2008 or whenever it was would affect this, but like, I'm a doctor. Get the vaccine, Riz. Uh, All right, sick. But that said, uh, I mean... Accepting the the Red Sox faltering to the Blue Jays in this recent series, uh, it's been like disgustingly competitive. I mean, we have now yeah. the, the the Rays were the Rays were good, and then they got Nelson Cruz. Now they're very good, and then yeah. the Red Sox didn't do a whole lot at the deadline, but it was sort of a situation where it's like you're leading the division. You, pick up some relievers i guess maybe just like schwarber yeah they got schwarber and then it was like okay well like i guess it's really just bolstering a plan that's already working the yankees spent a lot of money they got gallo and rizzo uh and then got uh yoli garz uh yoli rodriguez along with rizzo totally or along with about um it. yeah Joey Gallo as well as Clay I want to say it's Clayton Tucker. Yes. I'm like yeah, but yeah, I would say which is and it's something that you'll discuss which I always look at ERA as just like a bullshit stat um mostly because for instance just to be clear and we'll probably get into it a little later. The reason why I look at ERA as a bullshit stat is because you look at players like Yoli Rodriguez or um, uh, Clay Tucker. Well, those players are on teams that are shitty as fuck. Yes. Like, incredibly awful. So, at that point, if they are incredibly awful, meaning if, they're fir- if their infield fielding is awful, if their outfield is awful, not to say that that's necessarily the case for the Pirates or the Rangers per se, but if you're looking at it in that regard, that's why, at least when it comes to situations like this, when that happened, I never fucking give a shit about ERA. Because if you're going to tell me that a Pirates pitcher had like a 5.29 ERA, yes. I'm going to be like, yeah, that that makes fucking sense because they're the fucking Pirates and they probably either don't have enough relievers to be able to put out there or there there's issues with their fielding you know what have you i don't necessarily judge stuff like that until i very much so like am able to see it well so we can talk about stats here in a second all i was gonna say is the last thing is that uh blue jays got barrios which is cool um but oh yeah jose barrios uh all of the 
I mean, look, the AL East, it seems, is if you spread them or if you spread all those teams around out the rest of the NLB, that they would be the strongest teams in most divisions. Um, one of the things statistically, I think, is actually interesting is the just looking at you you brought this up is looking at wins after the all-star break because i don't think we talked about this before the podcast i don't think we're ready to declare winners and losers yet i mean like you can argue you know clearly everybody got into a meltdown about the mariners trade with the astros but also looking at it now i'm like Torres is killing it i can't even be that mad any problems with the mariners were there long before he showed up uh but I do think that the statistical question of like why are these teams performing or not performing and how do those numbers match up is hidden sort of by who they're playing for. But also, I don't think they're hidden so much as it's an explanation. So like this got brought up and actually ended up not being totally true. But look at a guy like Kyle Gibson who... Uh, we just got, Phillies just got, Kyle Gibson is a ground ball pitcher. His whole bit is that he likes to throw things that end up getting knocked for easy ground balls to first, right? Mm-hmm. His ERA is good. Not great, but it's good. The reason that is important is because the ERA is not just a measurement of the pitcher. It's a measurement of how good the pitcher is with his team. So like if somebody just like looks at it like a pitcher and is like, his ERA is bad, then I'm like, yeah, that's stupid. But it's also not in a bullshit stat because if you looked at the ERA of Kyle Gibson and you're like 90% of the things he gets out on are ground balls. And then you're like, let's trade him to the Phillies who have maybe the worst infield defense of the entire MLB, you would say that's not a great combo. So if his ERA is high, it's not just a measurement of, oh, he's bad. It's possible, but it's also a measurement of, he doesn't fit this team very well. Whereas like, exactly. The reason that a guy like, for example, Zach Greinke is great is because Grinky is, I mean, he's a great pitcher and he's got a lot of control. He sometimes relies on pitch to contact stuff, but he always knows how to play with his team. He is very good at like working well with his defense to the point that uh, he likes to fuck with them, <laughs> kind of. But that's the beauty of it. It's not just like Zach Grinky is a great pitcher. ERA is a Zach Grinky is great on this team. <laughs> yep. So that's where, like, I I don't think ERA is a bullshit stat. I think ERA is a measurement of how well do you fit into your team's strategy. So, yeah, that's that's kind of what I was getting at, though, is that, like, if you're, like, uh, so for ERA in general, nobody's, like, the, the, the general consensus and the general population is going to look at ERA and be like, this guy has six earned runs. That's really bad. And it's like, Mm -hmm. I agree with you that like, yes, I I definitely think that it's more so like a you're like you need to be fitting with the proper team kind of thing. Yeah. But the thing is, if you fit with the proper team then the ERA goes down and then you start to see different changes at that point. 
Um, but the thing is, what I will say is that like the ERA itself, if that's the if that is the case, if it's necessarily there are team stats in that regard. So pinning that just on one pitcher because they are said pitcher, whereas like like for instance if somebody misses and if somebody like say a ball gets hit to the outfield and it misses or it goes over their head or the the fielder misjudged it sometimes those aren't even called as errors and even then errors are also goofy as shit when they get when you get down to it as far as who did what because i have no idea if you saw it today but luke voigt uh did an incredible stab at first base Mm -hmm. And then he tossed the ball immediately to second and both Torres and Odor just watched it go by. And I was like, what the fuck even? But then Luke Voigt was charged with an error at that point for that. That's kind of me. But if it's an error, it doesn't count. That's an unearned run. No, no, no. I know. That's that's the I'm just I was just, again, a, a random rant about errors in general. But more so what I'm saying is that there are certain aspects of the game where like say like say for for instance there's like a runner on first or something along those lines it doesn't necessarily connotate that because like you would say like so for instance if we look at Kyle Gibson if he's a ground ball pitcher and that ball comes through, like you know they they get it through the to wherever you can also have certain instances where like yes somebody can reach base but like if somebody's on third and they get sent the, the rather they they score that run at that point off of an error that's still that's still counted against them from a previous standpoint as far as like if you get an error if somebody gets an error at, th- at first or like rather ball goes to the shortstop shortstop catches it throws it to first uh misses or it hits the it, it spikes the ground you miss the 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 catch at first what have you the runner at third is still making it home and that is still not going to be charged as an air. Like that's rather that run is still going to score for that pitcher, but that is not the pitcher's fault sure. kind of thing. Um, and like, that's kind of where like ERA itself, I feel like more so when I say after that weird rant, more so what I will say is that I feel like it's a bullshit stat when you're attempting to assess a player. So here's the thing. Like, I don't, I just wouldn't say it's bullshit. Because here's what I think you can assess. The issue with, and here's what I, to 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 give praise to the man himself. Here's what I think Billy Bean understood that a lot of teams don't understand about sabermetric analysis. Seriously. Is people look at sabermetric stats in isolation. What yep. is a pitcher's ERA? Why? Yep. Nobody says why. Oh, this pitcher allows this many hits. Well, it's like, okay. But as we discussed previously, what is his ERA in Yankee Stadium versus in Fenway? In what where where is he pitching? Is that going to be a double or is that going to be a home run? Like, you know, because that's what you have to be able to analyze is like, is he getting an ERA of five because he has a shitty infield defense? Is he getting it because he's in the Tropicana? Like what, like what is happening? But people don't look at that. 
or the average person maybe especially doesn't understand what that means. And so that's when you get the, well, ERA means he's bad. It's like, no, it just means that he is, don't wrong. Some of those guys are really bad. Some of them are very bad. A lot of them are in the Phillies bullpen. <laughs> but, but sometimes it means that they don't have the conditions to succeed. A good example of this is my best friend in all the world, Nick Pavetta, who once he was paired with both a pitcher-friendly stadium and a defense that didn't suck shit, became a, not a great, but a fine pitcher. Okay. Okay. Like, you know, he had an ERA in Philadelphia, and he and he admitted that he was bad in Philadelphia. He'd said it in an interview. He was like, toward the end, I really gave up on pitching. I wasn't good. But also, he wasn't being helped by much of anybody. Yeah. So it's like, can I really blame? Yeah, I mean, his ERA was something crazy at the end. It was like nine. But it probably would have been closer to six if he'd been pitching the same game in another park. So I don't think it's a measurement just of the pitcher, but it is a measurement of the pitcher's ability to jigsaw puzzle into a situation. That's why I don't think it's bullshit. I think you just have you can't look at it in isolation. Yeah, and that's that's kind of where I'm at getting at as far as like and maybe yeah, maybe saying bullshit stat isn't necessarily the proper way that I should be saying it, but more so, there are so many other statistics when it comes to pitching that should be like 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 hits through nine. Yeah. Like like or like whip innings innings pitched, whip, like 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 walks, strikeouts, uh, home runs, etc. Like there's a lot of different other then that's kind of why I say bullshit in that like you look at somebody's ERA, like I said, and it's like a 5.29 or whatever. Like, yes, I definitely agree with you that like that's it should be also an indication of their team as well. But that's kind of what I'm getting at in that, like, if I'm looking at somebody's ERA, I'm not necessarily going to be concerned about like, obviously, you're concerned about like, oh, okay, this person's giving up like five runs every like like, five runs per every game or what have you. Um, But. My thing is that, like, for instance, when it comes to when it came to this trade deadline, if you're getting sent different pitchers and stuff like that, uh, you're you're trading for different hands in the bullpen or you're getting new starting pitching, what have you. Like, I don't think that ERA is a very telling stat. I don't think the ERA is telling of a pitcher's like. I mean, I think I don't want to say I don't want to say success, sure. but. I think that I think that it's not very telling of a pitcher's like ability to do their job to pitch. I think that it's something that people quite often look at incorrectly yeah. or do they look at the ERA and then they're just like, oh, whatever. And like even what's so funny to me is even the 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 sport game that is made from it. I'll be I'll be playing MLB the show and they'll be like, oh, man, he's not having a great season. He's got like a five ERA. And then I look and the dude is like nine and four with like a mm. hundred and like twenty five strikeouts in like the first three months. Yeah. And you're like, what the fuck are you talking about? 
Um, I think that when it comes to earn runs in general, there's a lot more that goes into it than just like than than just that than just earn runs. So yeah. I, to your point, to your credit, yes, I definitely agree that when it comes to um, when it comes to that situation, I think that there's more to it than just like, oh, it's this pitcher's like like it's it's possible that it's this pitcher's location, it's this pitcher's. Uh, where they're pitching versus like where like where um, or rather just where they're pitching, I should say. Yeah. Um, or who they're pitching to. But yeah, I mean, like, yes, you know, to make fun of the NL East again, there are pitchers in the AL East who would have a significantly lower ERA if they pitched in the NL East. But but also, I mean, I, I think that I understand what you're saying where it's a bad stat for measuring a pitcher, but I also don't think the other stats are immune to that either. I mean, even like whip, walking hits over per inning pitched, right? If you have a bad defense, your hits are going to go up too, right? Your your hits over nine is the same thing. Like, it, you know, if you're a pitch to contact dude who's expecting your in your infield defense to, you know, pick up some of the slack and you have, you know, a terrible defense, then your hits over nine and your whip are going to go up as well the same way your ERA would if those people score. So no, they won't because it's scored not as a hit, but as an error. No, I'm not saying an error because there's a difference between an error, which is when the recipient of the ball does something to throw the ball off course of what would be an out, but not necessarily. Yes. Errors don't necessarily determine that it's if you didn't like, you can literally like so. For instance, today, like Rugnetto Dora got an error literally by just bobbling. Like he didn't throw the ball; he literally just took a stab at it, went to go grab it, throw it, and then he couldn't throw yeah, it. Yeah, but but the thing is that errors are, and I mean, I should say generally because who the fuck knows how New York scores stuff anymore? I don't actually know. But dude, it's fucking insane. But keep but going. Generally, an error is that the fielder has to use football terms maybe possession the allotted amount of time well, just say possession say. of the, but not always possession but that they have control of the situation and that they yeah. do something to make that a problem whereas like if you shoot one between first and second and your second baseman is you know uh or if you shoot one through third and, and shortstop and your shortstop is fernando tatis jr and he dives and catches it. That is an out. But if somebody else is at shortstop and they don't dive, then that's not an error. It's just considered uh, a hit. I think it's funny that you just gave an example of possibly the worst defensive shortstop in the league. By, well, he's he is one of the worst defensive shortstops it's in the league, but he's bad. known for diving. Yeah. So, yes. That's more that was my point. But he's a he's yes. a guy who's willing to put his body on the line, I guess, is what is my was my example mm-hmm. there. Yeah, 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 yeah. To to a point that it's problematic. I hope you recover, buddy. Um but but that's the thing, is that like so that wouldn't be scored as an error because Tatis never had control of the situation. But there are, you know, look at every single non athletic first baseman ever. It's like how many of them are willing to dive between the first and second box? 
Some of them will, but there's a lot of non-defensive first basemen that would let more balls go by, but it wouldn't be scored an error. So that would still change both your whip and your hits over nine because every bad defensive decision isn't always scored as an error. Yes. So that's all. It was just that, you know, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. They, they, and I understand like MLB tries to course correct. That's right. That's so that's not runs over nine. It's earned runs over nine. Cause clearly an error yep. isn't an earned run, but they also, you can't totally beat it. There's always going to be a, an aspect of like, you know, nature versus nurture are you a bad pitcher or were you asked to do something in a non uh, advantageous situation repeatedly over a season yes so i don't know anyway i like stats uh sabermetrics are cool here's something i want to talk about briefly um baseball sucks uh no <laughs> uh <laughs> I've been playing a lot of a different sport, a different stick and ball sport called hurling. Have you heard of hurling? I don't know what you're doing, but keep going. I'm asking you, have you heard of hurling? Not at all. It is. I'm going to get flamed for saying this. Anybody hears this. It's it's like lacrosse uh, or like field hockey, but it's Irish. And no, wait, seriously. And you can't. You can sort of pass the ball with your hand, but 90% of passes are made using the stick. And you can't... Is that kind of like a curved end? It almost looks like a battle axe. It's like not curved like in... It's not concave, but it's like flat with a hook on the end. And sort of what you have to do is to shovel the ball off the ground and carry it on the end of the stick while you run... And then to pass it, you sort of pop it up and then knock the ball to your teammate. You're not allowed to just like take the ball and throw it. You can either take the ball and throw it up and smack it with your hand, or you can hit it with your, uh, it's called a hurl, but it's basically a a bat. Um, Gotcha. So here's what I realized, because I was, I've been playing a lot of hurling lately uh, here in LA. when did baseball decide to get advanced statistics that other sports don't have? Wasn't it Billy? I mean, I think sabermetrics is definitely part of it, but there's stuff that existed before that. Like ERA is as old as fuck. Who knows? Like, like probably the twenties. Like, yeah, that stuff is old as shit. Like, yeah. I mean like things like, you know, uh, uh, your XBA off any given hit. That's new shit. Like that's, 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 yes. But like, I would just say launch angle or VLO exit VLO or anything like that. Yeah. Or, or even stuff like whip. I mean, that's newer. That's, I mean, maybe not. I think they've had whip still in like, they had whip for a while and stuff. But when did, when did baseball decide to become a game of statistics that other sports don't adopt? I think football is starting to get it. Like football, definitely. I mean, if you watch any now, <laughs> any recently removed Deshaun Watson Amazon Web Service ad where they talk about, uh, they do stat casts on it where he's like, 99% chance of getting this ball through the whatever and like on all this shit. European sports don't really have that. I was trying to find it. I was like looking up, I was like, is there advanced stats for hurling? Like, if I stand on this corner of the pitch, what is the expectation that kieran o'donnell 
from the left side of the pitch at 20 meters hits it <laughs> through the goal at any given time. And they don't exist. I don't even, I looked it up for soccer. I don't think soccer has it either. At least not like uh, European soccer. Maybe MLS has it. I don't know. Yeah. What is it about baseball that makes it like super stats heavy? Is it just because like all those probably because of the prolonged like just 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 how the game plays out like it sounds goofy but there's a lot of time to be able to be like oh well mark this mark this mark that yeah mark this honestly kind of that's to where never you're thought able about to that. like you're able to analyze everything that's going on because you don't get me wrong. I don't necessarily expect the manager is like, all right, well, here's well, maybe not the manager, but one of his nine assistants. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Coaches. We say coaches around here. I don't even know if his coaches, I mean, your coach is usually doing something. I meant one of his literal assistants (laughs) that he hands the fucking clipboard is like, was that a hit? Yeah, I would really fucking hope that a manager would understand what a goddamn I hit meant, is. What did New York send it back as? Was it a hit or was it? No, a I mean, I, like, that's the thing is that, like. I would say, I mean, there's a lot of stuff that I see where. Oh, excuse me. It's like an infield hit. We're recording this it's at midnight those, Bobby's time, by the way. Yeah. Um, it's one of those things where it's like. Unless you're like fucking up the throw or unless doing something like that, an error is relatively obvious. It's just a matter of like why something is put, why an error is put on someone. But that's kind of what I have an issue with because like, like, like if somebody throws a ball intending like for a double play ball and no one is around to catch it, like, I know that we're all thinking it doesn't really make a sound, but, um, but yeah, I mean, like, how is that not on the position player who should right. be in the location as opposed to the person who threw it? Because like, if I'm playing first and I grab a, and I get a pick and I'm like, oh yeah, I can definitely throw us a second and fucking no one's there. Like that's what, what the fuck are you doing? Um, but yeah, I mean, I would say that I would say that with the especially with baseball, with the amount of time that people are able to, you know, just digest the information and also see specifically like what goes with where, like even analyzing old players like Babe Ruth or Lou Gehrig or 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 like like even like Ricky Henderson, like, like or, or or I mean, the kid like mm-hmm. junior. Um even nowadays, I think that if you were to analyze information to like and be able to spit that back at them, I don't know because like I think that analytics themselves have their place in baseball. I'm content with the Rays being the analytics team and fucking no one else. But uh, just because I don't think that every baseball team needs to be that analytics team. The A's team. still have analytics. They still have analytics, Bobby. Don't forget about the A's. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I will because they haven't been successful in like 50 They're in the years? wild card. They're in the wild card this year, Bobby. For how long? <laughs> they got Starling Marte. Maybe maybe that'll and help. There's, and, and you know they looked at the numbers for Starling Marte and went, 
There's something to this guy. Yeah, they did. They did. Um, no, I, I, I'm, I'm being a bit facetious, but like, I, I think that, um, I think that analytics plays a part in a lot of baseball nowadays, but I think in back of the day, if you would have told junior Ricky or somebody like that, that you were like, Hey, if you like do this with your swing, you'd like fuck them up. And then they Mm -hmm. wouldn't be able to actually like properly do that. That's why you see a lot of like prospects that are like supposed to be these like godsends sometimes get fucking ruined because like, yeah, yeah, honestly, because like, they tell them to do something a certain way as opposed to just playing baseball the way that they've played baseball. And that's kind of where the, where like the argument between like analytics have their place in baseball and I don't have any issue with that. But like when you're, when, when like a machine, this will sound so fucking boomer boomery of me, but like when a machine spits out like, Oh, you should hold, you should rest this guy on this day because blah, blah, blah. It's like, what did we stop playing baseball all of a sudden yeah. like i don't know i mean i for me i think one of maybe what it is is it's all tied to economics because i mean when you look at who brought in i mean seriously like when you think about who as you said who who it was that established sabermetrics as a general trend it wasn't just billy i mean like he was yeah. the biggest proponent of it but it's teams without money like that's who it is. It's the Rays. It's the A's. It's these teams that are trying to find value, right? When you think about sports, especially like soccer, right? Soccer is so fucking expensive. They have yeah. They like people think we have millionaires. Holy fuck! Look at any soccer owner. And the thing on top of that is, they also don't have. And we don't either in baseball, which makes it even crazier. They don't have a salary cap. Like, they have no salary cap and triple the amount of money as the average MLB team. Like, when you don't need to find value nearly as much, then you don't need to look at justifying reasons to pay as little as you can for this guy or pay more for this dude who doesn't seem like he's doing as much. Whereas, like, the differential in money spent across the MLB is crazy. Look at how much money oh, yeah. like the Detroit Tigers are willing to spend versus the Yankees. Like you have to look at numbers and try to fucking fake your way through the SATs when, when, yeah. when you have zero dollars to spend. And I, it was just shocking to me because I realized that the thing about these other sports is also like they don't, the fans don't give a shit about the numbers. I no. feel like even when you look at American sports, numbers are so ingrained. Even outside of baseball, look at literally what is fantasy football besides, hey, how can we make the numbers of football its own game? Yeah. I, I It just shocked me that I was like, I never thought about the fact that basically everybody in American sports is just like, what if we liked math a lot and then decided we should play it? Somebody said uh, that fantasy, this was years ago, but somebody said fantasy football is just D&D for jocks. And I was like, that's kind of funny. Yeah, I can definitely it's see similar. that. It's similar. I mean, it, it, like, I guess I would say maybe, maybe even fantasy. Wearing a jersey is cosplaying, and I will never say that's that that's, I will funny. never, ever, I will never 
relent on that. That's just a fact. Speaking but. of uh, cosplaying, I think that the Annalise's LARPing as real baseball players. Uh, they're pretending, <laughs> the they're pretending they are, but they're really hitting each other with foam bats. Um, <laughs> sorry, I'm going to keep shitting on them. Until the end of time. Uh, but I don't know. I think it's interesting when you think about the fact that like, I think that that's like maybe maybe fantasy football is even D&D so much as like fantasy baseball is fucking D&D, man. Like when you literally think about the fact that like what is the old baseball saying? It's like the four true outcomes of any at bat and that that's literally three. three true outcomes of any at bat. Walk, strike out, home run. Yeah. And it's like, hey, what is that? But a three sided die. Like that's. Yep. I don't know. I, I I was just it I was musing on statistics because of the fact that like I notably used to hate statistics uh, as a as a baseball fan. They used to drive me crazy. Yep. And then I sort of love them now, but I also understand why people hate them. And especially the more yeah. I talk to my European friends, they're like, "Why the fuck do you need numbers all the time?" And it and it made sense to me all of a sudden. And I was like, "Oh, because every single fan." In every single American sports game, if their team doesn't do well, what is the complaint? We're not spending enough money. Yep. Because we, even as the fans, we're constantly seeking value from our sports teams economically, and we need numbers to justify what we're spending because we have a cap. Yep. And like European sports don't have that. They're just like, we're rolling in it. Who the fuck cares? We'll pay Cristiano Ronaldo out the fucking ass. Who gives a shit? A lot of sports, especially in Europe, like especially with soccer or rather football. Yeah. Um, just like a lot of that is just it's a it's a different like world because like even with even with like American sports, whether baseball, football, what have you, like there's there's like graveyards in like stadiums mm. for for people who just fucking love their teams. Yeah. Like it's, it's a different world. Like weirdly enough to say that as a person who has a fucking home run plaque behind or a, a world series plaque behind them. Like it just is. Yeah. And so I know I should say that before I get off track, uh, Irish sports actually don't have a ton of money, but they are the last, the GA is the last league where you are not allowed to get paid. You're not allowed to get paid. You're allowed to get sponsorships that give you money, but you're not allowed to get paid by your team. So it's kind of interesting. Wild. It's because every all the teams are publicly owned. Oh, yes, that's right. That's right. It's there is no like we're the Rockets. It's it's we are the team from County Clare. That's their team. Yeah. So the only equivalent that I could think of in America is Green Bay. Yeah, but Green Bay is still like. Green Bay is owned by the collective of Green Bay. Yeah. But they have like a, you know, I don't know. It's it's more like a, it's more like the national team, like the Olympic team. So where it's like, uh, okay. it's like, imagine if every single country in the Olympics had contracts and you could actually pay yeah. people to come play on your Olympic team. That'd be disgusting. Like, it'd be crazy. Ridiculous. But that's not, it's it, with, with Ireland. It's your county of residence is who you play for. Anyway, interesting, interesting. Yeah. Uh, speaking of ways that we can find value in our teams, this is this is how I win. <laughs> this is my fucking way. This is how I win. Okay, we have a bunch of teams. 
We're going to talk about how they can win. Look, statistically, some of these teams can't win. Uh, yeah. But maybe they could. And if they could, how would we do it? Uh, Bobby, would you like... How would we do how it? How would I do it? How would I do it? Now that I'm the new Billy Bean, how would I make them win? Uh, here's, um, I'm going to win. Go ahead. Here's what I would say the caveat is. if Only if a team is truly out of the running, you can make a justification of what they should do this year to win next year. I like that. Like Orioles literally cannot win. So yes. How would you make them win next year? Not five years down the road. What would you do with, with this off season? So I like that. Okay. Would you like to go first or should I? Um, I can go first. All right. So I have every single MLB team pulled up on randomlists.com. I had them all in a hat and I actually have a hat, but I also don't know where the bag full of teams is. I'm going to cut them out for next week. I thought you said bag full of teeth and I was like, Jesus. (laughs) I took, I took all of the teeth of all of the MLB players. I have to pull a tooth out and you have to guess who it belongs to. Each team. One, one tooth from each player in the the entire major league baseball. Uh, all right. Your team is the giants. (laughs) All right. You have what? I need a timer. What have we been doing? 45 seconds? What was our thing? I think it was 45 seconds. Okay. We'll do 45. Give me just That's 45 minutes. <laughs> 45 minutes. You have 40. You, All right. Well, let me. Yeah, uh, you have 45 minutes. But at this degree. point, you better own the fucking Giants by the end of the 45 minutes. Yeah. All right. I'm ready when you Holy are. moly. Give me just a moment. You have to look up the Giants to know how they're going to win. What? All right. So are you pulling up the Giants? Do you have to look them up to know how they're going to win? No. All right. Are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. All right. Go. So, I mean, the Giants have weird devil magic, to be completely honest with you, because, like, I don't understand. They, like, 2014 was, like, like the, from, from 2020, or, excuse me, 2010 to 2012, 2014, they were unstoppable. Like every other year, they were just king. Uh, they still have that in Buster Posey. Um, Chris Bryant being traded there is a huge boon for them. But weirdly enough, they just have like a lot of players on their team that are just Ten like, uh, just they just need to be consistent. And that's just what they've been doing. Three, I fully expect two, one. Yeah, <laughs> like it's hard to really explain yeah, what they've already been. Why they the Giants? Like, going. They're, yes, like it's it's just they're one of the anomalies, but like it's a good anomaly, honestly. Yep. Okay. I have the Marlins. <laughs> All right, I'll take a crack at this. That's funny. Should I should I justify why I think they can still win this year, or should I just say for next year? Um, considering that they are in the NL East, yeah, I would say that you do what you think you should do with that. Do you want me? To, uh, do they have a timer here? Hold on. 
Um, <coughs> I need to find the baseball reference page for the Marlins. Oh, so you had to pull up your team. Oh, yeah, but that's because my team's the Marlins and not the current division leader. <laughs> All right, I'm ready. You want me to set a timer? I got it. I can do it as well. I have it already set. Okay. Just... Yeah, then you call it. All right, three, two, one. Okay, go. so the Marlins are in the NL East, which is a fake division. Uh, they're currently down from the division leader by 12 games. The Phillies came back from nine games. It's not crazy. Uh, they unfortunately did. They were sellers-ish during uh, the All-Star break. Uh, or sorry, during the trade down, I mean. But they, you know what? This is Derek Jeter's team. I have no idea what the fuck they're going to do at any given time. They still have people that are kind of interesting. You know, as, as pitchers, they got like Sandy Alcantara. Uh, they have... Uh, Ten seconds. Uh, Miguel Rojas, Jorge Alfaro. They have guys who you think would be like, oh, that could be pop off. Just people you could think of pop Three, off. Three. And they need two, to buy into that. One. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Did you... Sixto is still with them, isn't he? Uh, Sixto is with them, but he is not on their 40-man. I think he's injured. I was going to say, I think he's also injured. I just wasn't sure. Yeah, I mean, he's... I'm looking at... Uh, is he on here? I don't see him. But I'm... Oh, also Jazz Chisholm. I totally forgot Jazz Chisholm was on. But Chisholm is real good. He gets streaky sometimes, and it's, like, pretty fucking solid. Uh, I was dying at the Mets broadcast making fun of the Marlins. And then uh, they were making fun of the Marlins DH because he was like not a typical DH. Truthfully, he would never have been a DH if I was the person who made a decision. Mm -hmm. But uh, they made fun of him for like a good 10, 15 seconds and saying like, oh, he's not like a typical DH. And then he uh, hit like a line drive and uh, scored two runs. Uh, It was fucking hilarious. And I was like, man. I don't dislike the Mets at all as far as their broadcast is concerned because they've given me a lot of fucking funny moments. But like, oh my God, it was fantastic. I'm looking at Sixto Sanchez on here and I'm trying to figure out actually why he is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he had he punctured asshole. What? Yes, he had a punctured asshole. Um, No, he had a shoulder injury, so he's out for the rest of the season. Um, I was so close. Yeah, you know, they're both muscles, maybe. I don't know. Um, <laughs> okay, so then that brings us to the end of our podcast. Um, ever. Ever. We're done. We're done. Forever. Man, Until next time. We just not having it. So I, I would like everybody, if everybody listens to this, should leave a <laughs> comment this week. Uh, I proposed... A fun experiment, and Bobby shot me down. I'm going to go see the Angels and Blue Jays this Thursday in person, alive. I did not shoot at a you baseball down. game. And I said, <laughs> uh, I said I should broadcast live from the game over Discord on my phone, and I will, and I'll bring a regular microphone too, and I'll record locally, and we should do the podcast live from the stands. And Bobby said, I don't think that's going to go how you think it's going to go. I think it's going to go terribly. That's the point. (laughs) 
that I don't think you understand that me saying I don't think that's going to go how you think it's going to go mm-hmm. isn't like isn't a no. It's just a all right. We'll see what happens. <laughs> I think we should do it. I think we should do it, and it'll be great. Here's the thing. Time is a factor. Well, we don't have to do the whole game. I just want to do one hour live from the stands. That'd be fun. Yeah. That'd be fun. And then when you eventually come out to California to visit, we'll do a whole hour where we just both sit in the stands. That'd be fun. Yeah. Yeah. And then people are like, what the fuck? And it's like, yeah. And then when we and and maybe I'll maybe I'll go to New York and we get Cam on and go to a Mets game. I mean, hey, I wouldn't be I wouldn't be opposed to it. Yeah, uh, but I I, I want to. You get to see Showtime though, so I'm a little jealous. I mean, assuming he has that day, you know, I, I it's far enough out that I don't think they've announced who's what their rotation is that day. I don't. I just. I mean, it doesn't necessarily. I just mean seeing him as a player because he'd be the DH if he's not. Pitching. Well, no, he usually gets a day off after the day that he starts as a pitcher. Yeah, but I don't think that he I, I think that he would have pitched last week. Maybe I'm pretty maybe. sure. I'm look th- I think it was Saturday. I, I would love or to Friday. see look, my point is I get I get to see Vladdy versus Shohei. That'd be sick. Yeah. I get to see I get that would be I very get to cool, see two honestly. home run leaders for twelve dollars. Shout out to shout out to SeatGeek who we're is not paying to sponsor us, but check him out. I got pretty good price. Still shout out to SeatGeek. Shout They're out pretty to SeatGeek. good. Um Additionally, starting tomorrow, if you're listening to this, I've probably I'm probably in the middle of it. Um, I'm bringing back my streams where I play baseball games. Yay! Uh, I have a few of them here that you should all be very excited about. The format will be changing a little bit. I was doing an entire season in Ken Griffey Jr. Slugfest, and honestly, I still want to play some more Slugfest. That game rocks. But I'm going to do it slightly differently. Major League Mondays are now going to be entirely about betting because I am a gambling addict and California doesn't have any casinos. So we're going to be betting in some of my favorite baseball games I've never played. We have Tony La Russa baseball for the Sega Genesis. We have Frank Thomas Big Hurt baseball for the Sega Genesis. We have World Series 95. For the Sega Genesis, we have maybe the worst one, the MLBPA baseball for Sega Genesis, and then Super Baseball in the year 2020 for Sega Genesis. Wait, there's more. I think Super Baseball 2020 is a beat-em-up. Is it really? Are you thinking Ninja Baseball Batman? I might be. We're going to find out. Hold on. I've got more. You think I'm done. I've got more. <laughs> okay. Hey, everybody. This is me, your pal, Bobby. Uh, Dan is going to grab games right now. So that's pretty cool. I just want to hang out and chat. Um, the Phillies suck. Yeah, they do. But Honestly, Dan already know. knows that. So it's okay. Like, it doesn't really matter at that point. Brian Miller's good. But Dan doesn't. <laughs> hey, Dan. What's going on? Uh, we have... The original NES baseball. We have another copy 
wait what the fuck by the way i'm totally wrong it is not it is a regular baseball game but they're all okay. robots we have this one that is an ljn game that does not have a title this one just dead at cal ripkin jr baseball? no it just says official licensee of the major league oh i've seen that yeah, yeah, yeah. and then we have baseball simulator 1000 okay that's the name of my band espn baseball tonight a different copy of baseball simulator 1000 this time for the snes ken griffey jr's slugfest uh, I don't have King Griffey Jr.'s Major League Baseball here, but it is somewhere around. And then Blues Brothers 2000. Uh, I don't know. If, I don't know. If I can bet on that one. Um, put can, put it put in chat. Does uh, does Bl- John Belushi die? Blues at the Brothers. End? You bet. <laughs> He's not okay. Um, so we're gonna be betting for the next. Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten weeks minimum. Did you just say is John? Bel- well, does he die at the end of the movie, of the game, whatever it is? He's not. He's not in it. Uh, Blues Brothers two thousand. He was already dead. John Belushi is he dead? Yeah. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> I thought he was in Shaggy Dog. Who's that? Jim Belushi? His I'm brother? <laughs> yes, I know John Belushi is dead. All right. I I love him in a van down by the river, that guy. Uh Chris Farley? Yeah, he's dead, right? Oh my god. That's the Shrek dude. guy. The old Shrek guy, the first Shrek. That's Mike Myers. No, 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 no. Chris Farley was the Shrek guy before Mike Myers. Who's Fletch? Chevy <laughs> Chase? What are Thank you, you doing? Thank you, for listening to Spaceball. You're on Geek Space. We'll be back next week. Good night. Call, call, call me, Kill me. Call, call, call me, Junior.